Good afternoon, everybody. Today is Friday, March 4th, um, and I just wanted to kind of give you all an update on how I've been feeling, the medications and supplements I've been taking, and then some relevant research I just came across. So um, at the forefront of my mind right now is just some, I, I was, I kind of, Actually, I had left open a web page. I had left a tab open on my computer, um, and I just opened it up, and I had a million tabs open, so I was going through and closing up the ones that I just, you know, had been open for several days, and I wasn't going to be able to get to right, right away because I oftentimes I'll open up a bunch of tabs, and or I'll open up a tab, and I'm like, I'll come back to this later. And then it's like, okay, I, I don't have time to come back to all of these. <laughs> so I just decided to weed through those and then pull up anything that was going to be pertinent to what I'm working on right now. Um, anyway, so I came across one that was from ECHA. ECHA, which is the European Chemical Agency. And I honestly was not familiar with this agency prior to this random Google search I did the other day. And I'm still not super familiar with them. I was trying to kind of familiarize myself, but that's still an ongoing project. So I'm a little concerned because I thought something about sylvutiamine, which is a supplement that I've been taking. And it's, I need to figure out how to interpret it because I'm not, it's not 100% clear to me. What I do see on the main page says that it is, it says according to the classification provided by companies to ECA, in CLP notifications, this substance may cause long-lasting harmful effects to aquatic life. And like I said, I'm not quite sure how to interpret that. Um, I don't know if that means that it could be harmful to me through, you know, some related way or some kind of dominant effect, but. I don't know. And then I clicked on this link from the page where it downloaded this Excel spreadsheet that had a list of a bunch of chemicals, I guess, that the organization or the agency has been looking at, or I don't know if there have been red flags. And I found sulbutamine and I saw something about it potentially being carcinogenic, which freaked me out. And for paracetam, which is, I would assume, a way more mild racetam than phenylparacetam or any racetam, which are the ones I've tried recently, um, 
I saw something about it potentially causing reproductive toxicity. So that kind of sounded the alarm bells in my head. And I'm, I guess if I were, if I have taken something that's mutagenic, I'd already taken it prior to right now. So I don't know if something, it could potentially be toxic to the reproductive system or the, my ability to reproduce. I don't know what that means. I need some more information. If it, I mean, have it, I don't know. Because it could have put, already caused damage. It could cause me to have a bit more trouble getting pregnant, but I don't really feel like I have issues actually getting pregnant just based on the two times I've been pregnant. Um, the first time I was on birth control and the second time I had barely gone off of it. And my husband and I had unprotected sex one time before I got pregnant. So, and I was literally taking both of those substances at the time, both of those nootropic supplements. Um, but that's definitely something that kind of set off the alarm bells and I'm definitely going to hopefully research more. Well, I'm going to research and I hope that I can find some relevant information. Um, so I just wanted to let you all know about that. If you are of childbearing age and have plans to have children, you may want to look, look into these substances more to get a better idea regarding their safety. Um, I was very disappointed to see that because I've been taking sulbutamine and or phenylparacetam and feeling great and positive about it, but now I'm, I don't know what to do. But yeah, so for the past several days, I've been taking sulbutamine and or phenylparacetam. The highest dosage I've taken in a single day is 600 milligrams of either one. Um, and in addition to that, I have been taking half my regular Adderall dosage. But what I like about it is I feel like and I don't know, I also recently started taking maca root supplements and it's been probably only about a week and I've heard it, I've heard different things. Some people say they felt the effects right away. Some people say it took a week or even several weeks before they started to feel the effects. Um, and when I say the effects, it, it's been... Um, People claim that it increases energy, libido, um, improves mood. I think that's it. But I don't think that there are a lot of robust studies on it. So it's hard to say if it, it's just a placebo effect or, you know, we don't really have a lot of data available. But... I don't know, I've just been feeling 
really good overall. I feel like I have the perfect amount of energy. Of course, there are, you know, peaks and valleys throughout the day, which is normal. But I'm happy because I feel like I'm able to manage those. Like when I have kind of that low slump of energy, I'm okay with it. And I haven't had any like episodes where I feel too much energy. I did take a clonopin this morning because I just, I wasn't feeling extremely anxious at the time, but I felt like today could have been a day at work where my anxiety interfered with my ability to perform my job to my best ability just because there's so much going on in the classroom and yeah so I took that kind of prophylactically and it worked out really well I felt like I was very my my thinking was very clear this morning because I know that I have ADHD, of course, but then in addition to that, I have the anxiety, which can cause a lot of issues when it comes to my focus. And the combination of the nootropics, clonopin, and Adderall just made me feel balanced and normal. How you know most people probably feel, but how I imagine most people probably feel on a typical day, you know. It's not like I felt euphoric or anything like that. I just felt normal. Like my brain was functioning the way a brain needs to function in daily life. Um, Now, I know that... Well, I don't want to say I know, but... I don't feel like any kind of therapy is going to be enough to completely combat my anxiety to the degree in which I wish it could. I feel like medication may potentially be part of my life for the rest of my life. Of course, that could change. You know, you always hear about people getting pregnant and their hormones changing and just either for better or for worse, um, they are not the same afterwards. And I know that when I was pregnant, my anxiety levels did decrease a lot. I was still a worrier. I would, you know, classify myself as a worrier. Um, I tend to obsess over things that could potentially go wrong but it wasn't like that anxious feeling where I feel like my brain's going in a million directions and I can't, no matter what I do, I just can't bring it back. Something that I have found really helpful that's not medication is, that's not a medication or herbal or other type of supplement is meditation, but it's not, always effective although you know what neither is the medication especially if I haven't been sleeping well 
or that's the main thing. <laughs> I've been sleeping well if I haven't eaten in a really long time. Then the medication wasn't as effective, and neither was the medication. <laughs> um, so yeah. Now it's the end of the day, so my brain's never really working as well at the end of the day as it is the beginning of the day. But it is what it is. Um, so yeah, I mean, the new tropics have been working really well for me. I was planning on taking a break this weekend, at least taking one day off from my prescription, from my Adderall. I'm planning on taking the whole week off from Clonopin. I My plan is, if, I'm, if I don't get pregnant, to take Clonopin no more than twice a week and the Adderall to take off at least one day a week. The nootropics and other cognitive enhancing supplements, my plan is to take them maybe a couple times a week, a few times a week, but definitely not every day. But now, you know, seeing this new research or this, I'm not even sure what to call it, but seeing something that states that it could be potentially carcinogenic or mutagenic has me kind of questioning my decision to continue taking nootropics. I don't know, is it worth it? I mean, smoking's carcinogenic, but a lot of people do it and a lot of them are okay. So it's like, I wish I had some more information as to how likely it is that it is carcinogenic. And if so, how much does it increase your risk? You know? I mean, is it something like radioactive waste? <laughs> like, you know, people had to go into Chernobyl right after the explosion? Or is it something like secondhand smoke on rare occasions? You know, how toxic is it? Um, so yeah, I'm just very unsure as to how to proceed. If now, if I didn't have plans on or hopes to conceive in the future, to be honest, I would most likely continue to take the nootropics and just hope for the best. I would probably obsessively research a bit, but not to the same degree. Um, and the main reason is because I don't, I would, I don't want to hurt my family or anybody to whose, to whom my life is very important or significant, you know, or to whom my death could be catastrophic or very detrimental or painful or, you know, whatever it may be. Um, I don't think there are a ton of people who would fall into that category, but, um, you know, my mom, my sibling, my husband, my dad, I can't believe I didn't say my dad. Um, I don't know if any friends would be really traumatized by that, unfortunately. But that, honestly, that doesn't upset me just because I do. I love public. I feel I'm so. I feel so fortunate to have the family that I have. Um. Anyway, so I wanted to give you all that update. Um. Yeah, like I said, I don't think me taking nootropics. I, I'm 
doubtful right now that it would cause me to not be able to get pregnant. My biggest concern is that it would cause another miscarriage or in my opinion, at least how I feel right now, even worse, I'm scared that it would cause stillbirth or me to have a child who had significant impairments due to this. Now, if I do get pregnant, I'm going to stop all of the nootropics. I'm going to stop the clonopin and I'll at least greatly reduce my Adderall dosage. I can't guarantee that I'll be able to stop it because I don't know if I'll be safe even behind the wheel driving 10 minutes to work. You know, unfortunately, that's the case. But, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe I will be. So I just wanted to give you all this update. I hope that overall it's been informative and helpful. And I hope that I haven't been too much of a downer or the bearer about, of bad news. And if I find out any more conclusive evidence or any studies that can add to what I've shared today, I will, of course, share that as soon as possible. So thank you so much for your support. And I will be back soon. Have a wonderful weekend.